On episode four of Birds of a Feather, Zach and I discuss a number of topics. We go into Antonio Brown and all his drama. We also talk about our beloved Eagles and the injury that we suffered during week one of the preseason. Uh, We delve a little bit into the top performers and the underperformers during week one of the preseason. Uh, We also get into a, a few NBA topics. We first discuss the USA national men's team and their journey to win gold. But then we delve into the NBA released uh, the all-decade first, second, and third teams. So we talk about that and, and what swaps we would make. Um, this episode is also brought to you by Heath Film and Photo. For all your photography, videography, and even editing needs, please go over to heathfilmandphoto.com and reach out to their team. Without any further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Birds of a Feather, Episode 4. I am your co-host, Brandon Heath, sitting here with a gentleman that you all know as Zach. Zach, what it do? I'm here live and direct, man. Episode 4, Birds of a Feather. Yes, sir. How you doing, Zach? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Just watching some... Sorry, preseason games this week, but Very hey, sorry. it's all good, man. Football's back. Football is back. Football is back in full effect. Full effect. And we got some topics for you guys today. We got Antonio Brown. Everybody wants to know what's going on with that guy. Is he okay in the head? At the yeah. End of the so, day? <laughs> so okay. So I'm not well versed in what's going on in football right now. So, what happened to his foot again? Man, he has frostbite from cryotherapy. What is that? So that is. People so so athletes are going into an hyperbaric chamber basically, and like having degrees that gets about negative two hundred. Okay, degrees. yeah, I do know about that. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it freezes it freezes their well not freezes their body, but I guess it, it helps with it helps muscle recovery and different things like that. Yeah, so yeah, okay. I don't understand it. I mean, but hey, when you're that level, when you're at that level in in, in sports as a professional athlete, I guess you have to put do those kind of extreme things to keep your body to where it needs to be but sheesh. but but what i don't understand is like how does that happen like doesn't he feel like oh my foot hurt let me get out like how does i don't know how that works i, I don't know i think eventually i think with like frostbite and stuff like that eventually over time it like starts to hurt but i don't know maybe don't maybe he does eventually. maybe he does feel it maybe he does feel it maybe he's just like listen i'm a dog i'm gonna play on it and i mean hey I mean, obviously, right now he's not playing on it, but yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, he was, they said he was practicing on it for a while. But I mean, he's a guy like, you know, he's a guy that goes 100%, 110% every time he's on the field, every single route that he runs, whether it's a little five yard out or, you know, or, or a long ball. But, but he's also a prima donna. Uh, well, about the helmet situation, I do think he's tripping just a little bit on that. But, hey, okay, now explain that to me. Do you know the, the details on that too? Because I don't know. Yeah, so. He uses this helmet that is over 10 years old. Therefore, it can't be recertified by the NFL. So it's like a really old helmet that and the NFL is trying to basically last year they put into a they let all the owners and all the teams know that this was coming. So he knew that this was coming down the pipeline. But at the end of the day, he chose he chose not to find another helmet and he wants to use the same helmet. The NFL is saying like, no, like we're introducing this new rule and we're planning not to bend it for anybody. Not, okay, so especially not you, Antonio Brown. A. Okay, so I could, I guess I can make assumptions. I guess I can make assumptions on why I can make assumptions on why um, the NFL would want him to use a different helmet because if he's been using it for so long, it's old. Maybe it's not as healthy. What yada yada yada. But what I'm not understanding is why does he want to use the same old helmet, and why is it such a big deal for him? Like why? Why is he? Or I don't know if he's turning into a big deal, but why is this such a a topic? Why can't he just switch helmets? Maybe it affects the way he runs his routes. Maybe he feels like, hey, it's going to affect my weight. I'm going to be off. Prima donna. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but to each his own. Man, everybody has their rituals. Everybody has those things that they feel like helps him be the best possible athlete that they can be. And maybe okay, but he, his helmet is one of those things for him. But he said, like he said, oh, I'm not going to play unless I, you can use my helmet. 
Yeah, that's a like, little what? <laughs> like, if that you don't shut extreme. up and put on this brand new helmet and get out on the field and catch some balls. Wait, you're not saying shut up and play, are you? <laughs> let's let's clear that up. <laughs> let's clear that up. You're not saying that. No, we're, we're not, not saying that. We're not. LeBron, talking. don't come for us. We're not saying that. <laughs> we're man, not talking about social issues. Okay, <laughs> we're talking about on the field attire. So in that regard. Shut up and play. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I, I definitely want him to heal his feet up because that just looks disgusting. It looked like it hurts. Ugh, I didn't even see the picture. You saw oh the picture? Oh, my gosh, yes. And if you can pull oh, it right, right now, it's disgusting. It Made me want to throw up. But, um, yeah, heal, heal those feet up, man. Obviously, you know, health is wealth, man. And the feet are, are one of the main things that you need to oh, kind yeah. of be healthy. So, please take, take, take care of those. But the helmet situation, come on, AB. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Booming, my boy. Oh my gosh. You, you, you got you have your own relative. I think he's your your nephew. Marquise. I mean, come on, you gotta set a good example for that for that man, man. Come on now, man. Get, what is up with his it looked like it looked crazy, right? Yeah. Gosh, like his man. foot is like cracking. Yeah. Ouch. Cryotherapy, man. But I've heard, yeah. I've, I've definitely heard of players doing that. I mean, yeah, no, that, I, that's heard nothing new to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when geez. you explained it, I didn't know what it was called, but when you explained it, I have. Yeah. Seen, you know I guess I mean. he just wasn't wearing the, the correct Maybe. protective footwear, yeah. stuff like that. So obviously pay attention before you before you do stuff like that. Young athletes coming up, if you guys you know are looking into doing something like that, please make sure that you guys are doing it safely, paying attention to it, because obviously it, <laughs> we see what, what can happen. But anyways, yeah, man. So yeah, we're talking about that, man. Um what else we got out here? Oh yeah, I, I told you guys I got some I got some in, new information on the salary cap. Yes, uh, exactly. Want to share that with you, you guys? And, yeah. and this is why you need to listen to each episode because last week we talked about the Zeke holdout, right? Which, by the way, it's looking like he's it's still, still holding. It's still going he's strong. Still going. <laughs> but um, but we weren't sure exactly how the pay works in football. I I, I know a little bit of how the pay works in basketball, but I have no idea how the pay works in football. So. Zach's gonna break that down to us real quick. Yep, that uh, all decade team, uh, yes. all a decade NBA team. Let's clear that up. Uh, definitely want to see that today. I mean, you guys are gonna hear some about that today. Um, and also uh, this this USA team that we have. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is gonna be interesting. So, got some good things in store for you guys today, man. So, you guys know, we're just gonna um, get right, get the ball right on rolling, man. So, we'll start start off by talking about going to that uh, that football pad because. Yeah. We both enjoy money. So, of course, of course. <laughs> hey, uh, th- this was this was definitely exciting for me and some new information that I learned. So, the NFL, right, hear this for everybody that does not know. The NFL has a hard cap, meaning no NFL team under any circumstance whatsoever can go over that salary cap that's appointed each and every year. All right. Which is so kind of crazy. The salary caps are basically are appointed because of the basically the amount of money and the amount of revenues that the NFL brings in as a whole. So they set that number each and every year of, of what the salary cap is. So obviously I would assume, and this is an assumption, but I would assume that the better the better you do in the year before or something like that, or the better the league does, mm. the higher the number is for the salary cap. But that's more stuff for or, or it could also attribute to the T V deal. Yeah, the t- it definitely does because yeah, the TV they definitely deal is super that fat, then yeah. they should raise the cap because yeah. then that means the play or not the players, that means the owners and the teams are making more money, which means the players should be making more money. Right. So what they're doing now is they're basically they have this thing where so there's no luxury, there's no luxury tax. Mm-hmm. There's none of that in the, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I mean, Guys, athletes are encouraged to sign when they're signing these long term contracts. The the different organizations are setting them up to be back heavy contracts, okay. right? Meaning that they're basically paying most of the money on the back end of the contract after they kind of get the production that they were looking for in the beginning, kind of thing from the athlete, right? So, with that being said, they're basically enforcing like these players to sign these contracts and also like throwing in different incentives and signing bonuses, which is so big for this whole situation because yeah. signing bonuses are like you, it, you take a salary cap hit on a signing bonus, but 
the signing bonus is spread out over the life of the contract. So you could pay the athlete all this money up front in that signing bonus. He gets it. It's guaranteed to him. It's guaranteed money, Mm -hmm. right? But you're taking the hit for it over the year of the contract. Now, on the flip side of that, let's just say, let's just say they pay Zeke a brand new contract, right? Yeah. They give him a $70 million signing bonus. That's crazy. Impossible. Just throwing that number out there, by the way. <laughs> so let's just say they gave him a $70 million signing bonus, right? Over five years. So a five-year deal, $70 million signing bonus, whatever, right? If he takes that signing bonus and let's just say he gets injured that first year and blows his knee out to where he can never play football ever again in his life, mm-hmm. the Dallas Cowboys takes that hit for that whole $70 million that next year. So instead of it being $14 million each year, it's the seventy million altogether. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Wait, what was your example? If he gets hurt, what did if you he say? gets hurt or released or traded, any of that, you take that hit the next year. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, but but how the pay works though? Mm-hmm. If he gets hurt, isn't there something in football where the players, where the team? Oh, okay. You just said that the team can release the player if they want, but then they take all that hit. Yeah, that guaranteed money, that signing bonus, all that—they get that money, whether or the not they get bonus, injured they or get, what. Yeah, but but if a player gets hurt, I know if a player gets hurt, right, and they don't want taking the signing bonus and and all that out of it, and a team doesn't want to go down a path, do the length of the contract with that hurt player, they can just release them, and then they don't have to pay them his normal pay. For those years, that was on his contract. Yeah, which sucks. That's why it sucks. It's just like I said, man. The, the NFL and and like I said, these incentives and stuff like that, like you know, not likely to be achieved, and then likely to be achieved kind of thing. That's how they yeah. kind of that's how they kind of base it. And the ones the incentives that are likely to be achieved are based off of what you've done previous in the previous year. So let's say yeah. you rushed for a thousand yards last year, right? And they put okay. Well, let's just say this year we're going to put in your contract, you rush for 1,100 yards, we'll pay you $500,000, right? That's because it's based off of what he kind of did last year. So it's like, okay, he'll likely get that kind of thing. So it encourages the player to sign these contracts. That's why they kind of throw this stuff in there. But most of the money is kind of thrown in either in the signing bonus, in the incentives, or Mm. on the back end of the contract. Mm. Interesting. So it's... You just playing that game, and then if you wait, let's just say you sign a good contract, and you get to about that fourth year, and your production kind of slips away. They can do whatever they choose to do with you at that point. We need to come up with some sort of way that these NFL players can get paid more money because it's crazy. Well, that's why they're going to go back to the collective bargaining agreement table. They're yeah. they're trying to do that soon because there, there's something that definitely needs to happen to where these guys are being compensated for putting their lives, I mean, not their lives, but their bodies on the line as much as they do. Their, they lives, too. their lives, too. Yeah, yeah their, their lives, too. I mean, these yeah. people, I mean, you think this this sport is the, this is the most body-wrecking sport, I think, yeah. that's out there. Yeah. You got guys that are running full speed at each other, smacking each other, just Besides like car like, You know, that UFC stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, but these are, I mean, literally, these are actual car sports. accidents that are happening on the field oh, every yeah. single day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, it's car crazy. accidents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you got to take care of these guys, man, because at the end of the day, you guys are paying these guys. They get You get six, seven years out of them, then they got a whole life to live after that. Families at home. Something's wrong. Also, I, I, there's a lot of issues with the NFL. I mean, and it's tough because so many people like are good at, well, not so many people, but some people that I know are good at like just boycotting the NFL and stop watching. <laughs> That's impossible. I can't do that. Yeah. It's like no. Netflix. Uh, I can't boycott Netflix. I can't boycott the NFL. It's addicting. Listen, at the end of February, once that game goes off, I get sad. (laughs) I get sad. I mean, I mean, and I look forward to all basketball. Yeah, basketball. Basketball. Okay, yeah, basketball. Then playoffs kind of kick up. But there's that small window where there is no basketball, where there There is is no no football. football, There's only only baseball. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) There's only baseball. So it's the worst. I mean, I. Yeah, I'm I'm glad it's back, man. But I mean, we got to take care of these guys, man. Yeah, we you definitely know, do. These guys Especially are out there. Yeah, these guys are putting on the show, man. But yeah. hey, you're in your running backs. I don't it's know, crazy. Man. And then you have then you have AB, who's a prima donna, who gets paid all this money. Yeah, these wide receivers get paid stacks, and they're all babies. 
But you, the Eagles, but you expect them to put up this production, though. You expect yeah. them to go out and produce, just like you expect these running backs to go out and produce. But I don't think that the running backs will ever get the amount of money that any other position in the NFL kind of gets. That sucks. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it sucks, but I mean, these guys are getting... These guys are running into grown men, trying to run through grown men. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Like they're not like running past. Just got one person kind of to beat, trying to catch a ball in the end zone. Oh, looks yeah, nice. Yeah. These guys are in the trenches, yeah. running through here, trying to make it through and, and break and get to the and get to the third level. So, so preseason football has started. Yes, um, it started on Thursday, right? Yes, Thursday. the Eagles played. And we lost. Eagle Nation. I mean, it's a preseason game, so whatever. Yeah, but 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 we lost. Zacchaeus informed me because I'd be sleeping in the rock sometimes that our backup quarterback is hurt. Nate Sudfield has broke his left wrist on a freak accident, kind of thing. So wait, so was it? It wasn't during the game. Yeah, it was during the game. Oh, it wasn't. It was during the game. game. But I mean, just the way he landed, just try to break his fall, kind of thing. Just kind of, just kind of gave out on him a little bit. But but hey, he I mean he's not out for the rest of the season. I think they said yeah. like six six to eight weeks. So I mean he still has three more weeks of preseason. Yeah. So let's just say he'll miss what the first three games three, kind games. of things. Yeah. But but on the other side of that, yes, there's a rumor, rumors, rumor report, rumor, rumor report. It is a rumor. I'm not saying that it's a fact. But Colin Kaepernick in for a workout? What do you what? think, Brandon? What do you think about that? I am with that. Yes. 100%. For the culture? Yes, definitely. And First because, and I mean, he could play. In my opinion, well, from when he went out. I did mean, you see I his workout video out. recently? I did. Yes, I saw he that. looks nice. He looks yes. nice. Yeah, but that was he was just working out. Okay. Yeah. It, it's kind of tough when you haven't played. Because, listen, basketball and football, these professional, even baseball, these professional sports, hockey, all of them, are so fast. Like, it's so much faster than what you would think. Even transitioning in basketball from college basketball to NBA basketball, the players just say, like, everything is like it's that. It's different, yeah. It's just different. Everything he's the best of the best. It's the best so of the best. Colin Kaepernick has been out for, I don't even know how, for a while. Two years? Three Two years? years? I thought it was more than two. I think it's been a full two. Okay. Because right. I think, didn't he, I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like it's more than two. But even it if it is been. two, yeah. let's go with two. Like, that's a long time to not play that sport. So to come back and just have your reads down pat, have your footwork down pat, you know what I mean? Well. It's going to be kind of difficult. Yeah, right? but it's, it's, and then on the other side of that, it's how close has he been staying to the game since he's been out. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you know, you. Being who you are, Colin Kaepernick, maybe he's getting some workouts in with some of the guys that are currently on active rosters right now. Maybe he's out there throwing the football to some of these. Yeah, but you I'm know, talking about game speed. Yeah, it's game speed. Yeah, that's obviously that's totally different. You won't get that unless you're actually in the game. In the but game, yeah. I, like I said, man, if if anybody will bring him in for a workout, we're the organization that oh, will bring yeah. him in. So, so Jeff, Jeff, if you hear me. Bring him in, man. Let's just see what he has, Let's man. Let's see what he can do. And I mean, and I understand how he dug. I heard you when you say you're perfectly fine with what we have in the quarterback room. Yes, I understand that. Howie, I don't know. You'll be the type to pull a rabbit out of the hat. You, you know how you get, man. You just, you just make something. And I'll be like, what? Howie, what did you do? Wait, what? How? What? Yes. Like, you know, it's that kind of party with him. But I, I don't know, man. But I mean, like I said, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I would love to see that. Eagles Nation. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, I don't know. How would y'all feel about that, man? I think that would be a good treat for us just to see something. Like I mean, we did it when we brought in Tim Tebow because mm-hmm. we wanted to see how Tim Tebow looked. That year, I wanted to keep him. Brought in Vic. Brought in Vic. Yeah. Um, I mean, what you said, like, our team is the team that's built to handle that. Because yeah. the reason – I feel like one of the reasons why teams don't want to bring them in is because – it's just a spotlight on your team now. You're going to get more media. You're going to get more coverage. You're going to get more different types of media coming to your games, coming to your practices, coming to your facility, and asking you these questions about Colin Kaepernick. But like we're off the-, the field questions. But but we're the team mm-hmm. that has I, – I feel like our locker room is so close together knit. and close-knit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real deal culture. In yeah, it. it's a yeah. culture. Yeah. yeah it's a real so real I, like we it. can handle – I feel like our team can handle that. No problem. No, and like you said, we've done it. Like we've done it in the past. So – why not with him? Why not? 
You know? I mean, his story is bigger than any story we've done in the past. And who so. knows what happens if he comes in and looks nice? Yes. You know, then we, I mean, we can make some room, make move some things around, make some shake. I, I, I just wouldn't be opposed to it. So, Cap, if you out there, man, just know you have your, you have our support from Birds of a Feather, uh, Eagles Nation. And if you ever want to come through and plead your case on a podcast, Zach. My boy! <laughs> pull up! Boy, pull boy, up. Pull Come up. see us, man. You yes. already know what time it is. Yes. All right, man. So, um, Daniel Jones went perfect in preseason. Yes. Uh, that was crazy to see. He, yes. he had a good outing. Marched them all the way down the field. And hit a nice little pass in the back corner of the end zone. It was, I mean... For for him to get all the slack that he was getting for getting drafted at the spot that he got drafted at and to come yeah. out and kind of set the critics up with that with that outing, that's exactly what he did. So so kudos to you, Daniel Jones. Um you can grab your kahunas for that one right there, man. <laughs> so so what are they what are they gonna do though? Like are are they gonna Eli is the starter. Um that's that's solidified. Eli will be coming out and he starting for the New York be. Giants. He shouldn't be. But that's he's, fine. A, he's a future Hall of Famer. Um. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he's a starter. He's he, a starter. You yeah. think he's a starter? He's the starter for now. If he goes in and stinks up the place, then obviously they're going to throw yeah, Daniel Jones in there. But he now, is. now from what he did, they're going to expect him to come out and just uh, ball out, <laughs> torch everything, and ball out. So you you but definitely this, kind of set a standard for yourself too. So now, does this worry you at all? As opposed to because I care about how the Eagles, how this is going to affect my team, right? So do you think? That this guy, if he does play, is gonna affect the Eagles negatively? No. No, exactly. <laughs> we're still going to the bowl. Of course not. Because we're the deepest team. And then obviously, let's be honest, man. He he had a good series, but it was probably against the second team defense. Yeah. Um, they probably didn't have all the stars in there, so I'm not yeah. really too it was just for him to come out and do that, for him to get all the flack that he was getting for getting yeah. selected where he got selected at. Kudos yeah. to him. Yeah. All right. All right, Dwayne Haskins on the other hand, <coughs> oh, excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. Dwayne Haskins on the other hand, that man right there uh, stunk the place up, man. I think he went about eight for fourteen, two interceptions. Um, yikes. Yeah, that's a little yikes for your first outing for you to talk all that mess. How the these teams slept on you for you to slip and get drafted <laughs> where you got drafted at. So I mean, you definitely game two are, are going to have to come back and yeah, kind of answer those out. critics because. That was a little crazy, but yeah. uh, it was nice to see Darius guys back back there, um, LSU product. Mm. Um, but they they lost him last year in the very first preseason game. So last year, yeah, they did. So wow. that kind of sucked, and it was his rookie year in his very first preseason game. He tore his ACL, so it was nice to see Dang. him back out there and getting ready to go. Um, Baker Mayfield and the Browns, though, um, the offense did live up to the hype. Uh, yeah. He started from his own end zone, marched all the way down the field, no huddle offense, and scored. Uh, they're my pick, if you remember from episode two, to win in their division. So kudos Jeez. to me for seeing that. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you. But guess who else looked nice? The Baltimore Ravens, who yeah. are in their division. Yes. But they looked really nice. And that's like they're an extremely sleeper. Like, yeah. like they have the ability, bro, to really shock the world. I can look up, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to throw this out there. But I can look up at the end of the season and see them at 12 and 4. Or something like that. Ooh, twelve four is a really good record. A really good record for the NFL. Yes, and I and I can see them being because I don't know, man. They're running the football. Obviously, you know you're going to get a good defense from the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, no matter what, you're going to get a good defense. You know, but the way they're running, I mean, because and and Lamar Jackson, he wasn't even running the ball like that, bro. He came out there ripping that thing, man. He was throwing throwing darts down the sideline. Yeah, obviously, obviously, he worked this summer. He he has to. He has to do that just from the history of the NFL. Like, you have to be that guy. I think we touched on this a little bit on the air, but you have to be able to stand in the pocket and throw darts, like in the NFL. You can't be a huge running quarterback and succeed in the NFL. You just can't. I mean, you have to have, I mean, it's good to have the mixture. Like, you can be, you can be successful, but you have to have the ability to be able to do both. Now, you not, you might not be great at both. But you have to be able to at least be able to do it and be sus- somewhat successful at it. But you have to be better at standing in the pocket and throwing. Better than running. But the the way that the Ravens... Well, maybe not better, but you have to... Let me rephrase that. Maybe not better, but you have to be able to do that more. To yeah. throw darts 
accuracy more than running. Well, see, the way that the Ravens were talking about this summer was we're throwing a whole new offense that the NFL has never seen. So I don't know. Obviously, obviously, they kept everything. Every single team keeps preseason vanilla as they like to throw around. Yeah. Listen, have you been watching the preseason? Like, have you been just catching some of the highlights and stuff like that? They've been throwing around this vanilla word. Like, it's been like it's just a new word to use. But vanilla is basically saying, okay, these guys aren't putting nothing on the field. They're just putting out these blueprints. Like, it's just like, oh, three guys, three receivers, a tight end. Nothing real. Yeah, real so, offense or whatever. so all the commentators and, and everybody's been like, yeah, it's been vanilla. So, yeah. Cornball. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, though, I guess he's saying that this offense that they're going to put out there when – when everything comes to everything, game one is going to be a totally different offense that the NFL has never seen before. How do you feel about that? What do you think about that? I don't know, man. I, I Can they be successful running the football, having a running quarterback with a, a Mark Ingram back there? And No. No. I don't think they can. If you would have asked me that a few years ago, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, new, 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 because I was all about all that new stuff. Innovative, Wildcat. the offensive yeah, genius, like all those stuff. I was all offenses. about it. But then, if you just if you watch, like if you see the history of the game, like what wins, and it's like your traditional football wins. You know what I mean? And then another thing that wins too is look at if you look at these rosters, vets, vets being on your rosters wins games, wins Super Bowls. It depends on that. It, in the NFL, depends on the position. No, no, no. But I'm talking about. I'm talking about. If you look at the locker last room teams, leadership. No, no, no. I'm talking about. If you look at that, the teams that just won Super Bowls mm-hmm. over the past few years, mm-hmm. they've been older teams or older than all the other teams. They've they've been older guys. So that just tells me like you need to have some vets and some key positions to to win in this league and to be successful. Except for that Legend of Boom uh, Seahawks team, that was about it. But other than that, you know what I mean. You had the Patriots and different teams like that, and they were just they were older. You know what I mean? Not old, but as opposed to it the just average like I said, the, it the, just um, depends on your NFL. position because I don't want a thirty eight year old corner cornerback. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> he's going to get torched. He's going to get torched out there trying to chase a twenty year old running a four two forty. I'm just saying, like the field. NFL now is going towards younger guys. They're going towards younger younger guys because of, I think it's because of money, because of the rookie contracts and different things like that. But they're going towards younger guys. But it's always the older teams, the more experienced, the more team, experienced, the more teams veteran leadership win. teams. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree you with you. What I'm saying. That. You got to have some veteran leadership back there in that locker room. Keep the guys yeah. straight. Let them know. Listen, guys, we're going to Miami. Do not go out tonight. Everybody's back in the hotel by 9 o'clock kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, so I, 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. I yeah. get what you're saying. Um, yeah, so, oh, one more, one more other thing I want to touch on that mm-hmm. I saw. Kyler Murray is going to be Okay. I was a little nervous about Kyler Murphy coming in and starting that quarterback. Yeah. But I think he's going to be okay. I think he knows how to use his God-given talents, that speed, and being able to put the ball in money and being able to make the throws outside of the pockets. I think he's going to be – I think Cliff Kingsbury is going to put him in a position to be able to be successful at it. Yeah. I and and he's that. for the Cardinals. He's on the Cardinals. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> now he played for Alabama. I'm going to let the fans know out there. Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. I thought he played for Alabama. Oklahoma. I'm going to let the fans. Well, this goes to this segue into my next point. Okay. I do not watch college football. I hate college football. And I'm happy you brought this up because I want to explain why I hate college football. So college football, to me, is a scam, bro. Why do you think? It's like- a scam. College football, to me, is a scam. You already know the teams that are going to be in the playoffs. Or... Maybe not the teams that are going to be in the playoffs, but there's like six, seven teams, six, seven schools that you know are going to be talked about and going to be up there. In the end. In the end. Like, you just automatically know. And to me, that's just not right because I just think back when my team, the Temple Owls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
both. Temple's in Philly, bro. I'm a Philly fan. Listen, Temple went. Tem- oh, what was this? Man. Probably I don't even know, but I want to say it was maybe four years ago, maybe five. Could be longer. I don't know. But Temple went undefeated. They were going undefeated. They got a little bit of talk. People were talking about them a little bit, and they were like, "Oh, the real thing is to see, you know, what happens when they play Notre Dame because that's the biggest team they're gonna play. What happens when they play Notre Dame? They played Notre Dame. They lost, but <laughs> that that's it. <laughs> that's it. Okay, but you have teams like you got teams like in Alabama who lose a game, lose two games, and still be there. Because and then they go. This is what I hate, bro. This is what I hate so much. This is what they say on TV. They go, "Well, it's the style in which they lost." What? <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? The style in which they lost was different from. If you don't get out of here with that, bro, I hate that. That's so whack to me. Listen, man. It, it, college football. You're right. It can be sometimes predictable, but. I mean, you have those teams in there that that kind of sneak in there in the end, or those up and coming programs that yeah. you've been watching over the past couple of years that are kind of starting to sneak their way in there, starting to change the culture and starting to get like a winning culture in there and starting to prove it on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's always nice to see, but I think I think the college game is so important, and it's so important for us as fans to watch is because it's exciting. It's kind of like watching your kid you know, be successful. It's exciting watching this guy that you've known since he first came in, uh, since he, he was a five-star athlete as a freshman. He's he's 18 years old going into college. Yeah. You look 10 years later, he's extremely successful in the NFL. You're like, yo, I saw this like when he was a kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like that's the fun that I get out of it. And then also like, Bro, like these kids are out there laying everything on the line because they're not getting paid to do what they do on this. Yeah, field. yeah, no, no, no. I agree like, with that. I agree because so that's, that's why I love college basketball so much. Yeah, but football, football is the same it's way. The same so, thing. No, so you're imagine, right. So imagine, like I said, right? The NFL, right? Mm. It's a car accident. Yeah. Every single play. Yeah. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars. Yes, to, to do it. Yeah. All right? okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, on I the other it. side of that, these guys are college kids having car accidents every single play. Are they getting paid millions of dollars? <laughs> no, no, exactly. And they're still out there laying their lives barely on the line, getting the meal plan. Bodies on the line, barely get the meal plan. Be starving, got to steal crab legs. <laughs> no, no pun intended. But you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, these guys are out here putting everything on the line and yeah, not getting not anything getting for it. No, no, no. I, I like that. I like that. I guess my beef with it is, I guess I'm one of these guys that like I'm not a huge fan of unless it's my team, but I'm not a huge fan the of Temple Owls. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of one team or one group of teams always winning. It's like, let's see something different. You know what I mean? But but at the same time, I'm that guy that's like, okay, you're watching greatness, so this is awesome. But I, I guess the main thing I hate about college football is the way that they set up their playoff system. How it's set up, how they do it, I hate. I personally believe, okay, so I think it should be an 18 playoff, but... If you put an 18 playoff, people are still not going to be satisfied with that. Like, this four-team stuff is kind of hard, man, because you be having these yeah. undefeated teams, these yeah. UC, was it UCF that went up? Yeah, UCF, they went undefeated. They didn't get a look in the playoff. They claimed themselves national champions, hang, hung banners, yeah. gave their players rings, and didn't even play in it. Yeah, like what? <laughs> what? See, it's stuff like that, whereas I understand and. The way that the basketball, the, the way the way that they do it in basketball, you can't do in football because it's a different sport. I get that, but college basketball is perfect. Like the way that they have it is perfect to me. Like, okay, I love the NBA. I absolutely love the NBA, but watching March Madness is just more exciting to me. Of course, than it watching. Is. But you can't expect these guys to go out there and put their bodies online that many times in yeah, that short know, amount of time. I know, I know, I know. That's my point. <laughs> He's that's trying my to point. give people death sentences over here, okay? <laughs> that's my point. I get that. But they, I don't know I don't know what to do. I, I don't have the answers, okay? I just only know what the problems are. I don't have the answers. I know what the problems are. I think my only answer is more teams in the playoffs. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Then I'm with but you. But yeah. it, gets, it gets dominated by these schools who have the funds and the ability to yeah. go out and recruit these players to come play at their schools. I mean, the, oh, the Alabamas that? of the world, the Clemsons of the world, the LSUs of the world, the the Ohio States, the you know I guess, those kind of schools. I guess it's they the get the best players thing, because college basketball is the same way. You get they get these Dukes, these North Carolinas. You know what I mean? They get these 
top-tier players, but I guess I guess what it comes down to is there's more basketball players then? Because you have these schools, these smaller schools, who still go out, get really good players, and or these schools that don't go out, get really good players, they just get decent players, but these guys are hungry, and they're, they're out to prove to you, like, look, y'all didn't recruit me? Watch. I'm going to give y'all buckets. Yeah. John Morant. Perfect example. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect example. So, yeah. But but I think in my only thing with basketball is this, right? Mm. You're right. These guys go out and they get these top players. But the thing that makes this tournament for basketball so special is because anything can it's happen in that one yeah. game. Facts. Like, Facts. Y- your guy might have the flu, might have yeah. Ebola out yeah. there playing, yeah. you know, Ebola. like, like, like yeah. out there giving his last. And, or or just, these trash teams could just shoot the lights out. That, one, one, that, game. that one game. That one game. Could everything just could just go perfect miss. for him. Yeah. Listen, no, that's true. So, that's why it's so awesome. Yeah, but football's not like that. Yeah, facts. Listen, that's true. That's true. You're going to, you, you know the product that the, your team's probably going to put on the field. Yeah. Now, Obviously, sometimes you get stunned, like, what? I can't believe my guys came out and played like this yeah. to where you get embarrassed, kind of what Alabama did to my LSU Tigers last year, but we won't speak on that. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's just one of those things to where you expect, you you kind of know the product that you're going to get on the field, and you yeah. know what the outcome is going to be. And you can t- you can see the early signs when, okay, today's going to be a bad day for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you, can, you can see that with football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I think the NCAA, they're, I think they're doing a good job of trying to get it right. Obviously, what they had before, this this 14 playoff is better than what they had before. So Yeah, what they had before seeing, was a bunch of bowls. Seeing right? the progress, the only other thing that I want to see as soon as possible right away is I want to see these guys get paid. On all levels, on all levels of sports, like all levels of, of college sports, they need to get paid for doing what they do. I I agree with that. Because you know, you know me about the pay with the players. I agree with that, but there's there's so many issues that come along with that, though, as far as the way pay works, the pay in college. Like, there's a bunch of they do need to get paid, but I don't know. We can go for a long time talking about paying in college because well, see, there's a bunch of issues that. But see, some programs, the smart programs, kind of know how to get around it, so. I'm not going to play any teams out there, but I, I know if yeah, you. What do you mean? Because that's illegal. No, nah, exactly. <laughs> but I, but but I'm going to I'm going to put it to you like this, and this is just from me knowing from the different you know athletes that I've been around that played on the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. All right, so they get like stuff like game stipends, right? So let's say they're going to Alabama to go play a game. All right, mm-hmm. they might get fifty dollars for food. Or a hundred dollars for food, depending on what kind of program you're at. Uh, uh, Duke versus a. You mean when you travel? Loyal Chicago, yeah. They get like a little stipend, like here's one hundred fifty dollars for this little road trip we're going on. This is like for oh, well, food yeah. for stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that makes. So sense. these yeah. players are knowing that they're going to get some meals and stuff like that. They take that money and put it in their pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And and schools give them money and know that these players are not because they're going to feed them. They're going to make yeah. sure that they eat, especially like before games and stuff like that. They're going to get pregame meals and all that other stuff for free. The other, the extra money is for okay, he's a little some extra money on the side. Yeah, here's a meal in the middle of before between lunch and dinner. Yeah, you get another meal, but they give them like here's a hundred fifty, here's two hundred bucks, kind of thing. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I just but I just feel like you start playing, you start paying. The players in basketball, let's say, that affects so much. That affects the school and the non-athletes. That affects recruiting and how, how you recruit and what, what these players are thinking financially. That would affect the NBA because a lot of these a lot of these kids don't even go play in the NBA. But now they're getting yeah, paid in true. NCAA. They're like, "Yo, I'm going to be a six, seven year senior in pay." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's a little weird. Then it affects like grad students. You know what I mean? Like how? Like you know? It's a little. It, it, there's a bunch of things. It's touchy. It's yeah, touchy. it's a bunch of things that are going with that. But at the end of the day, I do agree because they they need to figure something out because these coaches are making ridiculous amounts of money. The schools are making ridiculous amounts of money. I'm over here. I'm Brennan Heath. I play for Duke, and all I want to do is just sign my jersey and sell it to you. And I can't do that. This is my name on the back of this jersey. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that put all these butts in these seats. Yeah, We're like what? But do you own the stitching that was used to put your name on the back of that jersey? 
No, but if Can my name wasn't on the back colors? of this jersey, but if my name wasn't on the back of this jersey, would y'all be selling jerseys? Would y'all be making this money? Would the school be making millions of dollars? No, depending on how hype of a player you are. NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Two Chains and his NCAA song. That was hilarious. Well, but speaking about basketball, yes, All Decade Team. The All Decade Team was released a couple weeks ago, a week okay. ago, two weeks ago. And who was on there? I'm intrigued to hear the names on this list. Well, a, a lot of so a lot of things. A lot of people have been talking about this because Max Kellerman on ESPN's First Take said that a specific player should not have made. The all decade team. Uh oh. He should make the all decade worst team. Uh oh, Max. Ooh. I mean, like, tell me. Ooh, 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 you didn't see? I'm you didn't see who he said? No. You're not going to like no, it. No, spread the news. Lay it on the table now. He said, and I quote, well, first, should I, should I tell you first who's on the teams? Well, let me just, okay, let me just tell you who's on the teams, and then we'll talk about that real quick. So, all decade wait, first. Wait, so, team. okay, wait. So, the, so, say the background. How many teams are, what's going on? Okay, so there's three. There's okay. three all decade teams. You all know this is all NBA teams. Um, and you have first, second, third, all NBA teams, all NBA defensive teams, okay. all NBA rookie teams. They do all decade teams as well. So um, five players from this decade, from uh, 2010 to 2020, um, the best players, first, second, third tiers in, in your specific it, uh, positions don't matter. It's just the best. Okay. You know what I mean? So. The first team, all decade first team at guard. From 2010 to 2020. Okay. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, James Harden, and Kawhi Leonard. That's the that's the all decade first team. That's our top. I'll tier. take I can take that. I can take that. I think there's some players. Ooh. I, okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, I'll take it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kawhi. But for the decade, for the decade, yeah. But like, I don't know. That's that's my only, and that that's my only small issue. Small, very small issue is Kawhi. Everything else, Steph Curry, yes. Kevin Durant, yes. LeBron James, obviously, and James Harden. I'm fine with those. Okay, who would you replace Kawhi with then? Let me tell you the second team. So the second team, we're talking Chris Paul. Your boy, Anthony Davis. Your other boy, Russell Westbrook. Your other boy, Carmelo Anthony. And the man I don't like, Blake Griffin. That's it. All decade second team. Okay, I would replace Anthony Davis with Kawhi Leonard. I will so, so wait, so you would put AD at, on the first? Okay, you're yeah, tripping. I would. All, all decade third team. Okay. LaMarcus Aldridge, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Paul George. Oh. We're starting to get a little hairy on the, on the next Yeah. Team. We're starting to get a little hairy on the next two teams. Oh, my gosh. So, so, so Max said that Kobe Bryant. Should not have made the all decade team. He should make the all decade worst team. <laughs> so his production from 2010 until when did he retired? 2016, 15? Yeah, something like that. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm going to put him on there. I'm going to keep him on there because he's one of the GOATs. So that's why I'm okay with Kobe. I, I, I'm not one of those people that say that I'm okay with Kobe. I think on that list of all decade, Paul George got disrespected, though. Paul George got disrespected. How? He made the team. He, he made, the, made third the third team, though. Where would you? Who would you take off? You got Chris Paul in the second team. Yeah, Chris Paul is unbelievable. Chris Paul is unbelievable, but I mean, Paul George has been Paul George has been hooping the past ten years. What? Like he's been going ape in Indiana. I think D Wade needs to get bumped up. Crazy before he got traded to OKC. I think I think D Wade needs to get bumped up. D Wade definitely needs. How in God's name is Carmelo Anthony on the second team and D Wade's on the third? Like can someone explain that on the second team? Blake Griffin. 
Blake Griffin. I agree with Blake Griffin. Yo, but, wh- but Carmelo. Who is the source of this list? Put them out there. <laughs> Put them out there on the air NBA. so all of our listeners can the go NBA. and check out this list. So it's NBA.com? Well, the NBA, so I, the way that they do... Well, I'm not 100% sure. I know the way that they do MVP voting and different voting for the teams is, you know, the media, the writers, and different things like that. Now, I don't know if that's how they do the all-decade teams. I, I have no idea. I have to look that up. But this is the NBA's list. What? Yes. Y'all are so, clearly so what tripping. Are your, so, so what are your issues? Tripping out. So you don't have any issues with the first team? Because my only small issue is Kawhi, but I'm trying I to think who I would put up there. I don't have a problem with Kawhi being on that first team. Now, if I, guess I I'll said, put D-Wade. If, put I had, D-Wade that first if you said he's the only questionable one, and my question was who would I replace him with, it would be Anthony Davis. But I don't have a problem with him being on that first team. I don't. I don't. What? So what? I guess we have to decide on what you he's judge been, these players on to make Kawhi this team. Leonard has been a finals MVP. He's been the clear go-to guy for... The past four years on his teams, I mean, he's young and he's just continuously getting better every single year that he's been playing basketball. He hasn't had a year where he's just been slack, where he has an off year. He's been I, getting better every single year. This year, he clearly he clearly stated himself yeah. as okay. Like everybody needs to understand that I'm I'm here. Like I am here, and, I, and I'm taking this lead by, by storm. Yeah. But he's been consistently getting getting better every single year. Yeah. He hasn't had a down year in all. That's why I'm not I'm not even gonna crazily argue with Kawhi Leonard because how how I think about it is what have you done? You're winning, your greatness, and what have you done this decade to be deserve to be on the team? And he has done a lot. He's he has won. two championships, yeah, yeah. two final MVPs. Yeah. I mean Yeah, what? I'm not arguing with that. I'm not gonna argue with that. He was just a small, but like I said, I don't know who I'm gonna replace him with, besides maybe D Wade. Maybe I put D Wade up there. I love D Wade. But I think D-Wade should be on the second team. So I'm okay with that first. I have no issues. I'm going on record by saying but I have Kobe no issues with that first Bryant team. on the third team? I mean, that's disrespectful, That too. is disrespectful. And Matt, but, Matt but said Kobe, he should be on listen, the all-worst? But Kobe, yeah. But Kobe, really, his decade was from 2000 to 2010. That was really his prime, Kobe. <laughs> that Kobe was nasty. Black Mamba, literally. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> Disgusting. I literally saw this right before we started recording, but I was cracking up. I watched um, a couple weeks ago on Sixers Nation on Facebook. They showed a live airing of the 2001 NBA Finals when you know Sixers played the Lakers' first game. They beat them. Anyway, so they talked about um, in that in that game, uh, Kobe was talking trash. You know, Kobe and AI was talking trash. Game two, they were really talking trash, but Kobe said. Um, Looked at AI and was like, you know I'm the best player on this league. You know I'm the go. You know I'm the best player on this league. And AI turned and looked back at him and said, you're not even the best player on your team. What? <laughs> That's crazy. I know, it was so funny because it's facts. Damn. But anyway, but yeah, Kobe's time was really 2000 to 2010. That's that's prime Kobe years. I mean, he he did have some good. He did do some good stuff in his decade. I'm not saying that, but. But I'm gonna keep him on the list just because he's Kobe. Like, of, course of course, he deserves to be on the list. Yeah. His placing on the list, I feel, is disrespected. Oh, so you, so you bump him up the second team then? Yeah. So who are you taking off second team? You, oh, Blake you. Griffin, Chris Paul. They can both <laughs> Car- go on third team. Carmelo, Carmelo can go. need to come off. No, no, he can go on the third team. He can go on the third team, but he need to come off second Say team. Say that third team one more time. Third team: Lamarcus Aldridge, Deed Wade, Kobe Bryant, Giannis, and Paul George. Giannis, yeah. Carmelo can come off. Carmelo can come off. Come off and jump to the third or come off completely? Third. He can jump to third. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm he giving him third. Because Paul George has been the past 10 years. But Paul George hasn't won. Carmelo anything. has. Carmelo has. This is the argument between Carmelo moving between Carmelo and Paul George. Moving them. Switching. Them switching places. places well, right. Them switching places. I'm fine with that. I agree with that. If you're switching, okay, so you're switching Paul George and Carmelo. I'm fine with that because I do not yeah, like Carmelo. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. And so I'm switching switch. Blake Griffin with Kobe and Chris Paul with D Wade. Yes. I'm actually okay with that. I'm okay with all yeah. that. Yeah, I agree with actually everything you're yeah. saying. So there's okay, some there's it. some little confusion. I don't know where I don't know about that list either. I don't know, guys. I don't know because I, I love D. You know what? I'm going to shock the world. D-Wade needs to be put up on the first team. 
D-Wade needs to be on first team. Like, it's Dwayne Wade in the decade. D-Wade needs to be on first team. Take uh, take Kawhi off. Put D-Wade up there. No. If anything, yes. take off James Harden. What? You're talking about... You're talking about... You put James Harden on there. He, those people up there, everybody on that list except James Harden has championships. Yeah. No, I agree. So, but put D-Wade up there. But James... Everybody on that list has final MVPs. But James Harden is, like, the best one-on-one player that we've ever seen. One of the best offensive players that I've put my eyes on, and I was born in 1990. Does he have He doesn't have a chip. L-O-B? No, he does not. Okay. Does he have a finals MVP? Well, he's never made the finals. Exactly. Oh, he did make the finals once with the Oklahoma City. Does he have He has an MVP? MVP? No, that doesn't matter. <laughs> that does does D-Wade have an MVP? No. D-Wade doesn't have an MVP. What? He doesn't? No. He's an eight-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA team. Hold on, bro. No, D-Wade never won MVP. I don't remember D-Wade winning MVP. Let's see. Yeah, you got to look this up. Fact-checking time. Do, 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 do. Do 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 Oh, I hope you don't get copyrighted for using that song. Pick a different song. No, he does not. Yeah, he doesn't. But does he have a finals MVP? Yes. Yes. Everybody on that list up there that you named that's on that list, that first tier, has a Larry O'Brien trophy and a finals MVP. So if I were to replace James Harden with anybody, I mean, Dwayne Wade with anybody would be James Harden, period. Discussion closed. Okay, well, putting that aside, because I wouldn't, but putting that aside, D-Wade needs to be on the first team. So we're moving D-Wade to the first team. That leaves a spot open for the, for the third team. Um, so and we're moving Kawhi to the second team. <laughs> we're taking Blake Griffin, taking Carmelo. Off taking Anthony Davis. This second team needs to be. Second team needs to be. You're violating. You violate Anthony Davis. What has Anthony Davis done besides get hurt? Literally, what has he done? Has he won a playoff series? He's a once. Like that's it. He's a franchise changing player, and you're going to see this year. He's hurt constantly. What in God's name has Anthony Davis done to make an All Decade team? Name one thing Anthony Davis did. He literally, he's, un, he's literally unstoppable. He is. He is stoppable. He's hurt all the time. Oh my gosh, bro! Anthony Davis literally. I, I, I'm gonna go on record. I'm saying out of all these players, Anthony Davis has done least. Let me look at what he. Anthony Davis, six time All Star, three time All NBA. That's okay. Carmelo Anthony is three time All NBA, eight time All Star. That's the worst out of his tier. The worst. The worst lineup out of his tier. And obviously, out of all the other tiers, well, I don't know about the second tier. Hold on. Giannis only has three and three. So, Giannis, it'll be Giannis and Anthony Davis. Would you pick Giannis or Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis. <laughs> You're bugging. Anthony Davis. Giannis? Giannis just, this, to me, to me, to me, Giannis has just now positioned himself in his league. To me. First, he was, he was, first, it was. Oh, this this Giannis on this Giannis Antetokounmpo. How do you say his name? Let, let, let's practice. Let's 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 have let's have a competition on who says his name right. This this was the same guy they were saying this about last year. Okay, this Giannis guy he's going to be a hell of a player in this league, man. He's just going to have to get a little bit bigger, a little, little faster, a little stronger. He's going to be a hell of a player. This was the, this was what they were saying the year before that. This year that just recently yeah. passed. Okay. He's just now solidified himself as okay. He's for real. But he has the best kind of ability. Availability. Like I said, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a, a transitional, a foundational piece to your franchise. He will change the direction of I don't your know. franchise. When I think of all decade, though, I think of like these wow, these decade life changing players. But you, there's a window. There's a window. Twenty ten to two thousand twenty. There's a window. Yeah. Okay. There's a window. All right. So that's that's our discussion on the all decade teams. We want to move some things around. But but we agree, like we said, we agree with this first team. We're cool with the first team. Uh, like I mean, I would like I said, I would put D Wade up there. But overall, I'm okay with the first team. Second team's tripping, and uh, 
How about yeah. my main thing is second team is just tripping. Second team is tripping. For real. <laughs> second team is tripping. I'm taking three guys off second team off the cuff. I'm taking Blake, Carmelo, and AD off. I would love to see those guys on this USA basketball team we have. <laughs> USA basketball. Oh my gosh. Have you been seeing this fiasco of a show? That's hey, but no, but no. Kimball Walker and Jason Tatum went crazy the other day. Balling. Yeah, they were they were definitely hooping. They're so definitely the guys in the Celtics team. Nation, baby. Okay, so here here's the thing. Here's the thing. Are they gonna win? Yes. The whole thing? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I believe they're gonna win the whole thing. Will they struggle? Yes. I think they're gonna struggle. A little bit. I mean, not, nothing crazy. I think they're gonna struggle a little bit. Because you gotta think, like, the last time um the last world Whatever it's called. FIBA. FIBA yeah. World Cup. Our team struggled a hair with all the players we had going up against those teams that have these vets, have these guys that's been playing together their whole lives. You know what I mean? On this team their whole lives. They struggled a little bit. So this team is going to struggle more against the Spains, the Argentinas, and different, the Australias. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because they're going to go out there and see some Ricky Rubio's and the, the Canada's. Yeah. Even oh, though Canada, Canada, a bunch of guys pulling Canada out. Canada has too. some hoopers, though. Yeah, but a bunch of guys pulling out. Because a, a bunch of Canada guys. Because a bunch of NBA guys. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, uh, they're going to struggle. They're still going to win, but they're going to struggle. But they they have this chip. Like, this whole team, this team that's yeah. currently at camp, they have this huge chip on their shoulder. Like, they feel totally disrespected. Like, I they mean, feel like everybody's counting them out. Yeah, because look at the team. Up. I mean, look. Marvin Bagley, Harrison Barnes, Jalen Brown, De'Aaron Fox, Joe Harris, Kyle Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Mason Plumley, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, P.J. Tucker, Miles Turner, Kimball Walker, and Derek White, who's, by the way, I heard he's been balling. For the Spurs. Yeah. He's been balling on the uh, on the USA oh, yeah? the practice. I heard he's been that he's hundred percent going to make the team because he's been balling. Yeah, they just called him yeah. up and uh, Marvin Bagley up. They uh, they let go of Bam Edibit. How do you say his name? Adebayo. Yeah, from yeah. Miami. Yeah, they let him go and they. Also- this team is the worst USA team that I ever remember seeing ever since I've been here in the, on this earth. I've never seen this team this bad either. Bro. Yeah. But and, and is so it just crazy. bad? But is it just bad because they don't have these solidified like oh my gosh these all yeah. world players on there? Is it yeah. that, is that is that why why it's bad? Yeah. But they're still this, they're these, still clearly clearly better than any other team that's out there though. True, true. But we're we've been so how how the history of it has worked. We're just spoiled. Yeah, and it's kind of history kind of repeating itself, right? Because how it used to be way back in the day is they would send um, college players. To go up against these other countries. This is way back in the day. And the college players always got it done. Until the rest of the world caught up to us in basketball. And then they started beating our college teams. And then it kind of looked bad for the USA. Like, oh, y'all really the best in the world if we beat y'all? But then the USA is like, you're getting our college teams. Wait until our... You know what I mean? Jordan, come come here. Yeah. (laughs) So So then that's why they started sending... That's why you had that... Dream, the dream team. That you team had is nasty. The nastiest team yeah. ever assembled in the history of any sport ever in the history of ever. I don't know because that one USA team. I think it was a two thousand and eight. Yeah, but bro, come on now. Like I, I don't like that debate against the the, redeem, the the redeemed team versus, versus the dream team. The dream team. All Hall of Famers. All Hall of Famers. Like all legends in this game. Like all goats. Come oh, on, that's now, true. Bro. Like, stop it. They all should probably have statues in front of whichever yeah, team they play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Except for uh, that was Christian Leitner. I mean, he was a caveat in that team. But other than that, everybody else, yeah. You know what I mean? Bro, they were he, all goats. All were. of them. Christian so, Leitner is like the man at Duke, though. He was yeah, like, he was, yeah, he was, he was the good at he Duke. He was Jesus. He was walking. Yeah, he family. was. But in the NBA, he was like, yeah. uh, who's at the end of the bench down there? Leitner? Leitner? <laughs> Two minutes left? Nah, <laughs> but nah, but um, but yeah. So we started sending our great, and then we just started killing everybody. Ever since then, we've always sent our best and always killed. Now history's repeating itself. When well, not but we're not sending so we're college, college. We're sending players. second tier we're NBA players. Second tier NBA. Yeah, exactly. Some of them not even second tier. Some of them like third tier. Yikes! 
You know what I'm saying? PJ Tucker. Yeah. It, Joe Harris. <laughs> Brooke Lopez. Sheesh. Brooke Lopez. But you know, but we you, said a 31 and a 33 year old guy. But you know what though? Guess what? This gives this team an opportunity, these players an opportunity to really put themselves on the national platform and yeah. really put their names out there in everybody's head. Because obviously here in America, we know about the Kimball Walkers, the yeah. Jason Tatum, yeah. the Jalen Browns, the Brooke yeah. Lopez's. The Kyle Kuzma's. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah, the, we know about those players, but obviously we don't know. About, I mean, the other countries and stuff like that, I'm sure. They know names, about some of them. Yeah, yeah, they know about some of them, but their Not, names aren't yeah. huge like they yeah. are here. Yeah. So I think this is a great opportunity for them to go and, and just show the world, man, listen, we can hoop too. Yeah. And we can do whatever we're doing out here. We can go take to the NBA court. And maybe it's... Like you said, some of these players playing with each other, maybe it's going to give them that extra boost when they step into um yeah. step into camp this summer, ready to go. But all the so the big story here is all the major players pulled out, um, and CJ McCollum was on. I don't think it was his podcast; it was somebody else's podcast. Um, and he was talking about how um he was first to do it. He was like. It was mainly me, and then you know the host was like, "Well, talk about like why everyone's pulling out." And he was pretty much like, "Well, first it started with a couple of guys pulling out because they want to focus on the next season. You know what I mean? They keep don't want to get hurt. Healthy, they want to yeah. keep their bodies healthy. Yeah, like an eighty-two game is a grueling season. They're talking about trying to narrow that down from eighty-two games, which I think is kind of ridiculous because it's always been like that. No one else complaining except for y'all. Stop being babies to go play. But anyway, they're the ones that's playing. Here you go. I'm just saying, like, come on now. <sighs> you gonna but, LeBron call us? <laughs> But I'm just saying, so they go through that 82-game grueling season, and now they just want to rest. They don't really want to go play. They just kind of want to relax. So once a few top-tier names pulled out, that started a domino effect to make other players pull out because they're like, okay, for example, for this team, if one top player went, like, I don't even know. Let's say, let's say Russell Westbrook went. This would be Russell Westbrook's team. Russell Westbrook would be the face of this USA team. Yeah. And with the team assembled, Russell Westbrook with all these guys, let's say, just using them as an example, it would be, dang, if they lose, it's all on you. <laughs> Russ, what happened? Like, well, you're the guy. Like, that's what's how up? it is with Kimba right now. Kimba's the guy on that team. No, Kimba is the guy, but Kimba's not that. Kimba's like that second tier star, all-star. in the NBA. All-star he's an all star, though. Yeah, yeah, he's an all star. But I'm saying you have those. There's like tiers to it. Yeah, yeah, they're all star. He's a second tier. Yeah, he's, he's a, a second tier. tier. He's not like up there with the Westbrooks and the James Hardens and the LeBron James yeah, and the yeah. Anthony Davis and Kevin guys Rex. like that. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. up there yeah, yet. Yeah. I mean, he could. He could get. He's definitely. He he's, could get there. He's, oh, he's, he's on, on that way. path. Yeah, he's yeah, on that path. But he's not there yet. So that's why. Please continue. That's why it's like okay for him but if you have one of those players if James Harden was just like on the team it'd be all the mics would be in his face like oh, y'all took an L today against Argentina so nobody wanted on? to take the blame so nobody wanted to take the blame that's what CJ and was they're all I was gonna say they're all sissies dang I wanted to say another word <laughs> <laughs> They're all sissies. Listen, this is the perfect opportunity for y'all to get out there and let people know. Listen, every, we're yeah. better than it's not just about LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Yeah. yeah okay. It's yeah, not. Like, yeah. I can go in here, I can lead this team, and we can we can who yeah. Kawhi, this would have been perfect for Kawhi. Kawhi. This would have been perfect for Carmelo Anthony. Oh, right, you're boosting. You're boosting. No, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, but this they're saying Carmelo Anthony belongs in the Hall of Fame because of what he did in college and what he did with USA basketball. This would have been a revenge. Oh, because no, he used to get he, he used to get hot though in those in those games though. Yeah, but yeah. it's the NBA Hall of Fame, not the USA Basketball Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, but you're absolutely right though. But but like I said, this, this would have been a perfect opportunity for somebody else to kind of step up and say, "Listen." So kudos to you, Kimba, for standing there and taking on the reins. Like, listen, this is my team. Everything's going to go through me, and everybody knows that. Top players on this team that I'm looking at. Obviously Kemba, but I'm looking at Donovan Mitchell. Yep. Like Donovan Mitchell, Jason Donovan Tatum. Mitchell. I want to see him step up. Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah. You Jaylen know what? Brown. Before Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. I'd say it's Kemba, Tatum. Jason Tatum. Then I'd say it's Donovan Mitchell. Then I'd put De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox, yeah. De'Aaron Fox is Jalen Brown's on there. Jalen Brown's there, but you know. Who else is Kyle there? Kyle Kuzma is there. Kuz. I mean, Kyle Lowry is you want to see Kuz. You want to see Kuz do something. Yeah. Kyle Lowry is technically like defending champ. You know, all star. Yeah, it's not his team, though. It's Kimba's team. Yeah, it's not his team, but he, Kyle Lowry should be that guy. But you know, he can be um, co captain. Yeah, but yeah, but those are the those are the top Kimba, like you said, Jason Tatum, 
Then I'm gonna say Donovan Mitchell. Then I'm gonna say De'Aaron Fox. I think with those guys, like that's why I still think they're gonna win. Like I, I still think they're gonna win because they still have some re- again, like some really good guys. It's just you might see some struggles. You may see some struggles with this team. Yeah, that's a fact, though. Yeah, but well, it'll be exciting to watch. The when does it kick off? Uh, they just had a, a scrimmage a couple nights ago. Um, the that's blue versus Jason, white. Yeah, that's when Jason Tatum and Kimba Walker went off. Yeah, yeah. But I think Celtics soon. Nation. Here we I don't come. know if it's today. I, soon they're gonna have a scrimmage against some team, some big team, either China, Spain. I don't know. Soon they're gonna have a scrimmage um, against a big team, and that's you know that's what we're gonna see. That's what we're gonna see. I mean, I'm just uh, I'm excited just to see. I, w- I want to see Jason Tatum do something, man. I want to because he he told us. <laughs> He said next year, man, he's going to average more than a dub a game. I mean, yeah, there's no, there's no uh, Kyrie there. There is Kimba there, though. Yeah, and Kimba's Gordon different from Kyrie. He is. Jason, T- yo, Jason Tatum's your boy. Um, off the air, I just want to let everyone out there know that uh, Zach, my co-host here, calls Jason Tatum baby Kobe. Baby he calls Jason Mamba. Tatum. He calls Jason Tatum the next Kobe Bryant. Listen. Jason Tatum, if you're listening, prove me right, bro. I see it in you. I know you have it in you. I see these isolation plays that you do. I, I see I see what's going on. I see you dunk LeBron James and chest bump him. I seen it. I, I know you have it in you. Bring it out. Show me something. Okay? I know you got it. Listen. Stop letting these people get He would not be skin, close man. to Kobe Bryant. Here's what I'm going to say about that. He's it's early. That's why he's a baby. Ben, baby ben Simmons will be closer to LeBron than Jason Tatum oh will be to Kobe Bryant. Gosh, Ben Simmons. If he needs to find a shot, he needs to fight. <laughs> Have you been seeing him work out, bro? He's been shooting. I haven't watched Ben Simmons work out one lick. <laughs> <laughs> one lick. Haven't paid attention to that guy. Okay, show me on the court next season. I don't even want to watch you work out, you bum. Listen. Wow, you call him a bum, Ben Simmons. Please come on the podcast and roast this guy. (laughs) Ben Simmons will give you buckets. He give you buckets. (laughs) I gotta find somebody this week that I say can give you buckets. (laughs) Because every week, you know, I tell you that. But um, but yeah, though, man, it's crazy, though, man. But man, exciting, man, exciting news, man, exciting stuff kicking off. You know, very exciting. Football is back in full effect next week. Or, no, next week. Things might be a little different next week. So, Brandon might take a little leave of absence next week. Yes. Um, in the event that he does, we'll figure out something. Um, you guys might have to wait a week to hear us or or two whenever Brandon decides to come back. Because, you know, he's just doing these vacations since he's doing his oh own God, thing now. You know, he can just step out and just relax and just be on his own time. Must be nice. <laughs> right, Brandon? Must be nice. But anyways, you know, we definitely won't let you guys down. We'll definitely be back. Um, episode five will come to you soon. But episode four was a doozy today, man. I, yes. I, I enjoyed it. My man. Um, oh, got some new stuff coming down the line for you guys, man. Uh, definitely going to get some vis- some uh, vis- visuals out there for you. Yes. Uh, so you can see who's talking to you every week to week to week. So yes. you can see how ugly this guy Brandon is. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we're definitely going to be out here on this podcast, man, trying to, trying to get our face out there. So please... If you are listening, if you do follow us from week to week, share us, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Mail, Google Podcasts, all of that stuff, man. Um, We're out there. What else? We're out there. You said Anchor, Anchor, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. All that. All these different platforms. So I'm sure you probably have one on that smartphone that you have. So if you do, man, click that share button. Uh, get us out there. Um, you know, if you got questions, I want to do questions too. Once we get more yeah. followers, and, and, and I want to and I want to definitely kick some things off like, uh, you know, doozies of the week or or different, yeah. you know different things like um, my boy of the week. That's what needs to be a second. My boy Co- of the week. <laughs> Facts. Co- coincidence or coincidence or talent kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely gonna throw some new things out there, man. But this is definitely a project that we're every week, man. I get more and more excited about. Yeah. Um, more and more it's new fun. things. Me and Brandon kind of throw. Uh, off each other during the week so let me bring some stuff your way all right thanks guys all right signing out episode four birds of feather deuces